Okay. There we go. Okay. All right, we're in it. We here, boys. It's true. We are here. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll football after dark out here. Oh, oh my Justin. God. All right. I thought there'd be I thought there'd be something else playing in the back. Or was there? No, no. Oh God. No, not this awesome. time. It, it is not Bird Week again. I'm not gonna. I don't need to. I need to go crazy. At least not right now. Hi, Silence everybody. your cell phones. Yeah, make sure your cell phones are silenced, you fucks. Oh, my cell phone is always silenced. Don't want to have to go into the garbage and try to find the dunce cap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't have a dunce cap anymore. Okay. Today I'm joined by the, the usual crew, Matt Dustman. Hey. He's number one Chiefs fan. Thank you. On every day but Wednesday. That's tomorrow. So you're not the number one Chiefs fan tomorrow. No. Damn it. I'm sorry. You got 44 minutes left of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he got to cut it out for 24 hours. That's right. He's also joined by professional sports broadcaster Nate Kuyper. Hey, that's me. I'm doing that this week. Yeah, you, you're doing some actual professional sports broadcasting, kind of. I am. Doing all the, all the games for one of our... Uh, one of the high school football teams in our area. I am. I'm covering uh, Cardinal Mooney football. It's Corey and I are extremely familiar with that school because we were pretty much like, we never went, but we were pretty much like bred to go there for right. like eight years. Um, but they're like a really, really historically prestigious program in this area. And I'm doing all, it's ironic because they play their home games at YSU, which is obviously the university I graduated from in May. So it's kind of like a cool little thing where like I'm doing I'm covering a school that I've known since I was in first grade at the college that I graduated from. So it's a cool thing. So um, we're also here joined by Corey, and Corey is currently attending to Justin's dog. Yeah, my good boy Zanzibar's whining. We let him out before the podcast just in mm. case he didn't want we wanted in case he wanted out during it, but now he went back in. So yeah, we should have seen this coming. Good old Zanzibar. What a good boy. He is a good boy. So, on the docket, Kuiper, what's on the docket today? On the Darnell docket? I thought we were oh, doing... Oh, damn thought, it. Yeah, I really like that. I thought, we were, I thought we were doing that every time. This oh, is uh, This going to be a different formatted episode. Yeah, a little different. It's going to be more similar to what you can expect from us once football starts. We are going to start off uh, normally with uh, me and Matt and Corey turning on the radio and listening to the Jubby Report. Um, after that, we obviously, if you listened to last episode, we did do our fantasy draft this, uh, this Saturday or this past Saturday, I should say, which is, we're recording this on Tuesday. So it was what? Three days ago. And we're just going to talk about that while also giving you a uh, sort of a brief, but informative, you know, history lesson of La Liga El Dick Butt, which is the name of our fantasy league. I love it. I love our league name so much. I came up with, just as an aside before we get to other things, I came up with it, and Matt's uncle is in our draft. Uh, he's a big, like, fantasy football guy. And originally, when I made the name for the league, uh, Matt's uncle was like, Man, you got to have a name like that. Why can't it be something like Man of Honor? And, and, <laughs> and stuff like real cheesy <laughs> names. <laughs> And I was like, I don't know, man, because I want to, because I think it's funny. I don't know. I wanted it to be different, but we just usually call it Liga. Liga's usually uh, Liga's. Oh no! Wait, my uncle has reverted to calling it the Dinga League. The Dinga League is that what he calls That's it? That's what he calls That's it. So stupid! Isn't it the dumbest thing in the world? Uh, and then so we're gonna talk about that. 
for a while. And then pretty much after that, we're just going to go straight into more projections. We are on pace to finish all of the divisions uh, just mere days before we kick off the regular season with Philadelphia taking on Atlanta on Thursday night. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to do the AFC North, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Baltimore, and Cincinnati. And uh, we are joined again by Super Bowl champion Corey Clement. I'm finally back. He's back now. So, but yeah, I just informed them what we're going to do. That's fine. So we're going to we're gonna uh, listen to our, me, you, and Matt's favorite program here real quick. And then uh, talk about the... Corey's been wanting to talk about our draft for like days. So I, I'm really interested to see what Corey says. So, and then we're just going to do the AFC North. Yep. So, all right, let's kick off today's show with the only weekly football news segment you need to care about. It's the Jubby Report. Yeah, Lord, I'm actually playing it off the fucking thing now. You blew it. You fucking blew it. <laughs> oh, no. We're keeping it. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, no, you, you didn't know it all. That's what makes no, it funny. No, that's what makes it funny. That's what makes it funny. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, it doesn't. We have uh, three. All right. So here's what I wrote down because I write a, a dumb intro down every week to this. It's the Jubby Rubby, Bubby. <laughs> really, dude? Is what I wrote down. <laughs> I'm going to quit this show. That was. Go to Reddit. It's the Jubby Rubby Buddy. Bubby. Bubby, excuse me. Like calling you. Now Bubby. it's better. Yeah, it is. Now, now that I've said it out loud, it makes me it makes me giggle. Yeah, so. right. It's stupid. Yeah. Just when you thought he was gone, Adrian Peterson is back in the NFL. The 33 year old running back is signed with the Redskins. He's trying to Frank Gore, but nobody could Frank Gore like Frank Gore can. How many Frank Gores could a Frank, Frank Gore Frank Gore if a Frank Gore could Frank Gore? I uh, what number does he wear? Because that's how many. <laughs> Somewhere in the twenties. For for all you, for you audio listeners, which is all of you, uh, I think. Corey just shrugged. <laughs> uh, I fucked up, guys. All I wrote that story down. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! All right, all right. All right. Oh, wait, we need to talk about NFL news. I oh, I already got one. Yeah, I know you have. One. I already Let's have go. one. So Casey Hayward's already dead. It's a hamster. For the it's, char- Corey. It lingers. But he's still going to be able to play. Who does he play for? The Chargers. Do you know how long that that's going to linger? Probably for, like, the next three years. Yeah, but for the Chargers, having that injury is like a miracle for them. I mean, okay. (laughs) Comparatively, yeah, sure. Because I think they just lost, like, two other DBs to, like, actually season-ending injuries. Yeah. Yeah, how many how many big injuries have they had now? I think it's already either four or five, because Hunter Henry was first, and then we have these two DBs. Was, I don't think either of them start. Was Verrett injured already? Verrett was the other one. Okay. Um, so that's four, and I'm sure I'm missing another one in there somewhere. And we haven't even started. This oh, the other yet. tight end. Right. They're like the tight end that was gonna take the place of Hunter Henry also got hurt. So that's like the that's five people. They haven't even played their third preseason game yet. I like how they have so much big dick energy that they haven't even <laughs> signed Antonio Gates back yet. They do. <laughs> they have so much. Did I tell the story about how I used to work with a kid that he's a, he's a Chargers fan? And he told me, he literally told me back in June 
And I was talking about like how excited I was about the Chargers. He's like, "Don't worry, man. There's going to be a team meeting, and the entire team's going to get hit by a bus." Oh no! <laughs> and I don't know. He was kind of right. We've almost approached that. He was kind of right. So, um, damn. All right. Well, quick hitters for today. I guess the Redskins signed Adrian Peterson. I, ju- well, just, yeah. I just talked about that. Oh man, I heard he you talk about Frank Gore. Gore. No, no, no. That's that what you. Th- the I, I heard Frank Gore, and I totally as per out. the script, Matt. I wrote. He's trying to Frank Gore, but nobody can Frank Gore like Frank Gore can. I feel so think, dumb. Do you think uh, Adrian Peterson could make the switch to a complimentary uh, back? I was going to make a really, really tasteless joke about that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was going to make a really... I'm not the first person to make that okay, joke. I was going to make a really tasteless joke about the red skins and the players having red skin after he's done with them. Well, first but, of all, we... I don't know. If, I mean, I think most of us are in the boat that, like, the Redskins not changing their name is a little silly. Yeah, it is. Because you should kind of just change point. your name. There's so many more options. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The Redskins, Dan Snyder is not, not only is he, like, the head of the football team that is pretty much just like, our name is racist and we don't want to change it because tradition. Dan Snyder's also, like, notoriously a d-bag with like player dealings which was a big part of like why kirk cousins like didn't want to why he was so unhappy with them constantly franchise tagging him yeah and they also were like constantly like there's always constantly rumors of them getting rid of him for years looming and like you could tell that like he wasn't really happy there anyway gruden didn't know his name or was it the co it was either the gm for the redskins or Gruden, who actually mispronounced Kurt. They called him Kurt, not Kirk. He's been your quarterback for like five years. You don't know his name. Yeah, there's something wrong there. It's pretty bad. How would you, okay? How do we think? Cause just name it. Just name your team the Washington Pigskins. That's I, I like that. Like the Ross, because they have like the stupid gimmick with the people wearing pig noses in the stands. Just name on that. That'd be interesting. But okay, since. We're on the topic of Adrian Peterson. Does anybody actually think he's going to be, like, relevant? No. No, he might get, like, 450 yards. Maybe. On the season, maybe. If he, he plays I mean, every game. If he even plays, if yeah. If he plays, yeah. yeah. He had, like, that quick flash in the pan with the Cardinals last year for, like, two games, and that was it. I, don't, I thought I don't, he played one game and got hurt. I know. I think he played two games. I know that, and he did pretty well in them. And then after that, he either yeah, he either did get hurt or he just was bad. And obviously, he started the year with the Saints and just that was, was like a, twenty-eight yards in three games or something yeah. like that. And man, you know, it, it's almost like we had to. We almost like we had to sacrifice Adrian Peterson to get Alvin Kamara. I'm like cool we with had that. To, we had to like <laughs> offer Adrian Peterson up to the football gods, <laughs> and like here you go, this one's done. For and they just and they it was like and the it was like okay, well here's a new one, and it was Kamara. And we were like, yay! <laughs> for thank Al- you, football Jesus. For, yay! for Alvin, fuck Minnesota, Kamara. Ooh. <laughs> Direct quote. I'm gonna name our episode. Thank you, football Jesus. All right, cool. <laughs> oh, I thought it was gonna be about Ladinga, Laliga, Del Dick Butt. Oh. I can't put dick butt in the name of the fucking episode, Matt. <laughs> you could put it the way I spell it with two Ks. Yeah, but like, 
<laughs> you could try. I mean, I might try. La Liga El Dick Butt Kiss. There you Dick go. Dick Butt Kiss, man. <laughs> oh, the other thing, I guess, we, uh, me and Justin were kind of talking about it prior to uh, us getting ready to record. So, Andrew Luck, the other night, not bad. Did you see him? No arm strength. He didn't look very good. Like, he... He, I don't, first of all, he didn't attempt to pass beyond 20 yards. And he was, like, whiffing people, like, five yards away. Well, he hasn't played in a year and well, a half. Well, yeah, no, that's why I'm saying. Like, he hasn't played football in a year and a half. And I was telling Justin, like, if you didn't – if you, like – like, your job, right? Even my job. Like, when I go on – when I'm, like, gone for a really long time, it takes me, like, a while to, like, kind of get back into, like – Dude, Andrew, like, was not able to throw a football – until a couple months ago. Right. And, like, they're just going to throw him out there and make him play quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. Yep. And I don't think their offensive line is any better. It certainly didn't look like it. Uh, especially since their best offensive lineman decided to retire four years into his career. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... And all this after I draft T.Y. Hilton saying I have faith in the Colts again. Don't worry. He had 1,500 yards the year that Andrew Luck was out half the year. Hmm. He did have – yeah, that's true. I mean, then again, Jacoby Brissett came in and played really well because, you know, he's played football in the last two years. That's why I just hated when people were saying, like, oh, man, yeah, the Colts are going to win the division now and win, like, double-digit games. I'm like, no. Have you watched him play? <laughs> He's not ready. I mean, he's ready, but he's not ready. Right. He, and then the sap, the only thing I guess you could take from it that was good was that, okay, he got sacked pretty hard. I mean, Terrell Suggs kind of drills him. Right. And he lands, like, directly on his, like, elbow, like, his right arm, and he was okay. Yeah. He was like, it didn't even hurt. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> and then he congratulated Suggs probably on the sack because that's what he does. It's, they were saying he's already back to doing that, too. So, hey, nice hit. Good sack. You, you got me good there, boy. boy. Yeah. If you guys, uh, any of you that are listening that are football fans, if you don't follow Captain Andrew Luck on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, oh know, man. Uh, wait. Oh, I just, oh, if you want to know his stats during the, the preseason game. Sure. Uh, his completion percentage was 54.5, 5.2 pass yards per attempt. Uh, zero touchdowns, one interception, 50.2 passer rating. Yeah. Wow, there's another Blake Bortles in the AFC South. <laughs> oh, man. He, he like I said, he, Going hard. he completed a pass that was like 12 yards, I think, but right. he didn't attempt one beyond 20. Right. And I don't know, Mason attempted like three in like a quarter, and Mason's never played at the pro level. Mason Rudolph I'm talking about. Right. I don't think Andrew Luck – I got asked this question today uh, about Andrew Luck being overrated. And the kid asked me, he's like, is Andrew Luck overrated? I'm like, no. He's just hurt. Like, oh, well, what's he proven in the last two years? I'm like, oh, I don't know that he's extremely valuable because when he's not on the team, they're one of the worst rosters in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck on the Colts, their floor is 8-8. Eight eight. But then as soon as he's gone, they become a garbage like, – They go like 3-13. and 13. Yeah. Garbage squad. Uh, it's nothing I, against Jacoby Brissett. In his first three years, their floor was 11 wins with him. Right. That was like the average. That, that was that the was, ceiling and the floor. Right. Was 11 wins. And then the year he got hurt, uh, he had the same injury as Keenan Allen. 
thing, didn't he? He had yeah, like, the lacerated kidney. Right. And they won, what, like eight games? And then he, you know, hurt his shoulder and sat all of year last year out, and they were bad. And if he's not very good, then they're also going to be bad. So, yep. I guess I guess I should talk about this real quick. Um, so you know how the uh, ESPN is not televising the national anthem during their Monday night games this year? Yeah, it's it's too uh, kind of stymie that whole you know. Yeah, which I, I I think is a smart move personally. They also they, by the way they didn't used to do it. I know it was after it was after nine eleven. Yeah, that that happened. Yeah. Um, but so now Donald Trump had a rally today, and then he uh, he of course was talking shit on ESPN for. Not televising the players kneeling, saying it was unpatriotic. Wait. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Not televising them? Like, specifically? Well, no, no, Like, ESPN's not televising the anthem. Oh, okay. So, in reference to that, Donald Trump called them unpatriotic. Does Donald Trump know ESPN's owned by Disney? <clears throat> that could just buy Congress they wanted to <laughs> like, it's not like they haven't tried to buy everything else in the right world. like you want to talk about a real god emperor yeah oh, god. walt disney disney Ooh. disney could just walk up to the white house and just i want that one yeah <laughs> and just like i want that <laughs> i want that country <laughs> yeah there's some dude there's got to be some countries that like disney could just flat out just buy i wouldn't be surprised at all i figured i should just mention it real quick What's i don't know What's um he- What's he going against ESPN for? Because because they're not because he's 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 like trying to make whole, news. He's trying to make news over other stuff that came he, out today. He's that we championing won't talk about. the whole yeah. kneeling thing. He has been since yeah. it started. I just think it's funny that ESPN is the network. That's that's the part that I think is really humorous about it is the fact that the network that he's attacking is owned by the single most powerful entertainment entity in the world, and. Like Di- Disney could just literally just be like, uh, yeah, we're gonna buy all of your corporations, like, and then just dump them in the toilet. Don't ever criticize us ever again. It's scary. So we like, had uh, they're not gonna do that though. We had it, another suspension came out today. Ravens Jimmy Smith, who was player football focuses, pro football focuses, uh, number one defensive back for the majority of last year, until he got suspended for substance abuse now he's getting suspended for player conduct because of allegations against uh from his ex-girlfriend for domestic violence yeah apparently he did admit to it and uh he said that and he you know apologized and everything like that they're suspending him did they say how long oh he admitted to it he admitted i did not know that part wow i I didn't know that either he admitted and apologized for it wow yeah that happened actually uh i read it as I was recording this right after I got off work. As I was getting out of work, I was I, had, I was on Bleacher Report and I read that. Pretty sure it's a four game suspension. Uh, Ready for the joke? The same as. Ooh. At least it's not weed. <laughs> yeah, it's not weed. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Okay, so Jimmy Smith is suspended. I feel like Jimmy Smith. For as long as I can, uh, he's, I think he's from the University of Colorado. And for as long as I can remember, ever since he's been a Raven, it almost kind of feels like I keep getting told that he's really good. But then every single time, like, the Steelers play the Ravens, he's either not there because he's hurt or, like, 
it doesn't really matter that he's there because like he covers like I think he kind of does the same thing Richard Sherman does where he doesn't leave one particular side of the field. So the Steelers just don't put Antonio Brown over there. They just make him line up somewhere else. So like I always hear this like yeah, like you were talking about like Jimmy Graham was like Pro Football Focus is like number one defend defensive back for a long time. Right. I I couldn't I can't remember a time where I was watching a Baltimore Ravens game and I was like, "Wow, Jimmy Smith, he's real good." That's the boy right that's there. That's the guy right there. Well, that's it's the weird thing with defensive backs because if you're if if you're good, people don't know you're there because the ball doesn't go your way. Yeah. I it was uh true. what was Dora Revis? No, the Saints guy. That was a Steeler. Forget his name. Oh, um yeah, Lewis. Yeah, Keenan Lewis. Yeah, that was the same way. He was he was really good until he got hurt, but like people he didn't get a lot of attention because people didn't throw the ball his way was because he, he was well he was covering his receivers well was he the player that had a lot of lower leg injuries and yeah. once he got to the saints you send me a picture of what his legs looked like right he had like a giant doorknob on his knee yeah it was gross Ugh. do football players go through some stuff man yeah they do is it uh is it weird that because it that's an interesting thing to like when they talk about like defensive backs because, you know, like those fan- speaking of fantasy, since we're going to be moving on to that a little bit later, but whatever, that there are independent, there are individual defensive player leagues. And you would think that, like, you would go into one of those leagues and you would really want, like, one of the best corners in the league. Like, you would want a guy like Richard Sherman or, like, Patrick Peterson and those type of guys. But then you look at, like, a, a player listing and they're never on there because they don't get the ball thrown at them. Mm. So you you end up taking like a whole bunch of like slot corners and a whole bunch of like not bad corners but kind of like middle of the road ones that are kind of like 50-50 as to whether or not they're going to get burned or they're going to get like a batted pass or a touchdown because just like you know no one throws at Marcus Peters like no one throws at uh Sherman no one throws at I mean people throw at Ramsey they're just because they're mad can we talk okay I know I'm, I keep bringing up topics. <laughs> Can we talk about how Jalen Ramsey? Okay, we I know how he did the foot the the quarterback like hierarchy thing that he did, which was great. Oh, I was wonderful. Well, he was spot on with all but two. <laughs> there were two he was wrong. The two he was wrong were Deshaun and Luck. Those mm. are the only two he was wrong. Everyone else he was right. Um, but uh, Jalen Ramsey is a genius. Because if you notice, the quarterbacks that he said were really good, okay, were pretty much just Brady, Breeze, and uh, did he talk about Breeze? Yeah, he said he the, oh, Breeze was the only one that he gave a an adverb to or an adjective. He just said he's really good. All the other ones, he was like, he all right, he good, he all right, he good. <laughs> And then when it was Breeze, like, he really good. <laughs> and, but then, of course, he got to Carson and, and Deshaun, and he kind of did the the longer, like, oh, I think they're going to win an MVP. It doesn't necessarily mean that he thinks they're good. He just thinks that they could win an MVP, I guess. Because they're quarterbacks and yeah. get the attention. Um, but I noticed that all of, like, the middle-of-the-road quarterbacks, like, the ones that are, like, that would make up a list from, like, 8 to, say, like, 8 to 15, right? Those are all the ones that he just kind of said they all suck, right? 
And I thought about it. I'm like, man, like he's a genius because now all of those guys that kind of are in that like middle tier are all just going to throw at him to try to prove him wrong. And he's just going to intercept him all the time. <laughs> like he, he ticked off like all of the quarterbacks that actually feel like they probably have something to prove now. And right. now Ramsey's just going to get a whole bunch of extra passes thrown at him, especially from people like, I, I, especially like Eli, like, Oh man, did Eli seem pissed? Like, did you like, they asked him about it at a press conference and Eli actually said like, who? <laughs> like Eli, like you had a little mic drop moment. He was like, who? <laughs> I'm like, Eli, dude, like, come on, Eli, man. please. Eli, dude, like, did you, did you watch yourself play last year? Did you watch the tape? You bad, man. <laughs> You've led the league in interceptions like twice. <laughs> so he pretty much just said that Odell makes Eli. Which no one's – is, like, anyone really disputing that? Not at this point in his career. No, not – yeah, no, not at this point in a career, no. Wait, you're saying that it's not – it's not – it's, like, non-disputable that, he, like, Odell makes him at this oh, point? Oh, yeah, I think okay. so, for sure. I mean, like, the kind of like, oh, well, he didn't have Odell when he won those two Super Bowls. Like, yeah, he had Victor Cruz. Or Plaxico when he was still in his prime. Yeah, and a really good running game and a really or, good defense. A or a helmet – yeah, helmet catch. <laughs> <laughs> he had he had David Tyree for that. I think David Tyree only has one catch on his career. <laughs> and it's just that one. It's the only one that matters. It's true. Yeah, there was a montage the other day that I think ESPN or somebody posted. It was the best high helmet catches of all time. There's been that many? Yeah. I didn't think there were that many. Yeah, there was, uh, I think, about six or seven. Uh, Antonio has one. Last DeAndre year. DeAndre has one. Uh, obviously David Ty- Tyree won. Tyree, yeah. There's a couple others, but yeah. Was Tyree, Obviously, Tyree was number one, being that it was in the Super Bowl. Probably, yeah. I, I can't remember for I sure. I think I remember. De- now, see, the thing about it, though, is that if they were going to do a list of the top ten best butt catches, there's only one. There's Martavis Bryant. He's the only guy to catch a pass with his butt. So. There was, I, I don't know if it was Najoku, but there was that Cleveland tight end that caught one with his butt for a touchdown. There was a. Kelsey caught one off somebody's butt, didn't he? On oh, his yeah. no, he caught one on his butt. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. what it was. A lot, that what tight, a lot of tight end butt catches. No pun intended. <laughs> We're looking uh, at you, Jake Butt. <laughs> Gotta step up. What do you want to talk about, Justin? We're talking about butts. He's over there doing his AFC North. Yeah, I, I, I'm really behind. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. I was just going to say, do you want to... No, uh, actually, just hold on. Sorry. Let me pull my thing back up. There's one other thing I wanted to talk about. Say, do you want to Do you want to bring up the fact that Rodgers has had probably yeah. the, the loudest offseason of his career first calling out his... First, he calls out his organization for firing the quarterback coach. Then he calls out the rookie receivers. Then he says that he wants... I, what did it say? This is something he wanted more money or no, 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 exact opposite. He said that he said that in his negotiations with the team, quote, I don't want to screw them. Oh, okay. Yes, it's the opposite of what you're thinking. Um, the one of the reasons why the negotiations are taking so long is they're trying to find that middle ground where Aaron Rodgers is still making a literal truck full of hundred dollar bills, but he still. He's not making making it so the team can't have any talented personnel on it. So in other words, just don't give him Jimmy Garoppolo money. Yeah, 
I think it's what's, he might not get Jimmy Garoppolo money by the time this is over, which he might be perfectly fine with because he wants he wants another goddamn ring before he's done. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. He deserves another ring. He does. He deserves like two. There's there's a <laughs> lot. Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of people. I'll okay. If we're talking about a list of guys who deserve a Super Bowl, I think you. You have to put Breeze first. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, he has just one. Be, just because Breeze is the same amount as closer Rogers. to the end than Rodgers is. It's true, yeah. Like, Rodgers probably got another, like, but he's got a real good say, chance like, seven, that. eight more years, probably, if he doesn't get hurt again. Mm, I'd say so. Yeah, okay. like, Breeze, how long is Breeze's contract for? Two, Two years. years. And they usually do show contracts, so it's it, the length is usually longer than what they play. Right. So, I'm kind of prioritizing. I want Drew Brees to win. I mean, they have a better chance, I think, than the Packers to win the Super Bowl this year. This year, definitely. I'm going to be in the camp that nobody deserves a Super Bowl. You have to earn it. Oh, no, no. That's – Hey, oh, you're right. Oh, no, you're right. I'm, I'm just saying that, man, if, 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 I, if I had some sort of, like, magical power and I could just pick somebody, then that's the way I'm looking at it. Like, oh, man, you got to pick one – quarterback or i guess you, it's not a quarterback just the quarterback a team yeah football jesus blessed you and now you're able to pick one one quarterback that gets a super he was Bowl thankful ring. for the offering of adrian peterson <laughs> <laughs> and on on top of uh giving you alvin kamara he said that i i i, I grant you one wish and uh, who i don't know if i should ask this who's football jesus like who is it is it like a former player or is I don't it know, just you, like have you ever seen him is it Adam Sandler from The Water I sure Boy? haven't. I've like, never, oh, my God. I've never seen really? football. Have you seen Football Jesus? Is it? Uh, you haven't. Have you seen Football oh, Jesus? What? You haven't. Nobody's his, seen Football Jesus. Jim Who's Brown. Football Jesus? Hey, it's, it's Jim Brown. Oh, it's Jim Brown? Jim Brown. It's Jim Brown. I'd be okay with that. Man, that'd, just, be, that'd be a really intimidating. He just ascended. He doesn't, just, he doesn't ascend. He just kind of, like, scoots. <laughs> he just kind of, like, walks around. You know? Incredible. Like, just... Football Jesus, I need your help. Maybe, son. Maybe. Maybe I don't know if I'll give it to you or not. <laughs> I feel like it's really funny, like, when they have uh, – it happens a lot during the preseason. They'll have, like, Jim Brown, like, sit in and, like, talk, like, during one of the Browns games. I don't know if Jim Brown's, like, deaf in one ear, but, like, it. I think he is, or at least most recently he is, because I remember – him getting interviewed by somebody it might have even been on like a tv show and he had like the little like microphone in his one ear so we can hear like the director and stuff like that and he was like leaning like he was leaning like into the lap of the person that was talking to him he was just falling asleep (laughs) (laughs) and i felt really bad i'm like oh poor jim brown man like he's he don't want to be on tv he uh, just yeah. wants to go hang out. He and... has he has the Jim Brown show that they record at the rock and, or not rock and roll the football hall of fame. He has a show. Yeah. Oh uh, my god, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, they recorded at the uh, football hall of fame in Canton, and uh, the one time it was it's on real early in the morning on Sunday, but I was watching it and I was at work and I was like, oh man. I have the same shoes as Jim Brown. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys shop at the same place, right? Can you imagine, like, had you known that, like, okay, so you're in line at shoe department or wherever, wherever the hell you bought the shoes, right? 
and you're in line and you got the pair of shoes and then like you're just kind of you know whatever i'm waiting in line looking and then like jim brown gets behind you with the same pair of shoes do you take the shoes back and get another pair at, like and you two like make eye contact like he sees that you have the same pair of shoes as him is does he have a disappointed look on his face jim have you seen what jim brown looks like <laughs> jim brown always <laughs> looks disappointed he, he kind of does He's kind of like Jim Brown. Kind of has that look of uh, like a grandpa that gave you like a hundred dollars on your birthday and you didn't call him back immediately and thank him. Like you called him, but it was like two days later, and he was like, mm. "That's <laughs> that's that's the kind of look that Jim Brown gives you all the time." All right. Like I think even when he's happy, I'm pretty sure even when he was like playing, he's just a young version of just a grumpy grandpa. Isn't it kind of crazy that like. He was, like, the best player by far, and that alone was good enough for the Browns to win, like, eight championships. Right? Isn't that something else? They had one player that was just better than everybody, and they just won all the all of the NFL championships. The past is wild, man. It's almost like a LeBron just going to finals. I guess that's true. He doesn't win all the time. Jim Brown was winning. Well, he. Jim Brown won championships. So did LeBron. Just not the championship. Ooh. All right. Oh, you know what? I I agree with that. The the East Championship. The, the all those NFL championships that the Browns won are are pretty much just equivocal to like winning eight AFC championship games, and they've just never won. Like, that's pretty much the equivalent. Pretty much. I mean, they were only like eight teams back then i don't know how many teams there were don't anyone that's fact checking me right now get get a life <laughs> i don't know how many teams there were in the nfl in the 50s off the top of my head we didn't exist and the super bowl wasn't a thing you, you flawed don't worry about it i don't think my dad existed yet so damn no i don't think so, so. i don't i don't think so so he's in his 50s yeah nope so Talking about the Browns, we want to talk about the AFC North now. Uh, do you want to just go straight? Do you want to? I would. I think that'd be better. We go straight into the predictions now, right? And then we can save the rest of the episode for talking about our fantasy league. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, we can just go through the AFC North real quick. Pittsburgh Steelers are losing the Browns week one. Oh, he dropped the hammer. Well, since you dropped the hammer already, you might as well go through the rest he, of your list, he Corey. Has, he has to go first. I have to go last. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll rotate that way. My list is done. I just had to put a few finishing to, touches on it. It goes Corey, you, Matt, and me. Since Matt went last for the Chiefs and you went last for the Packers, and he's going to go last next week when we do the NFC South. Yep. But so. it's okay because uh, that lights a fire under the Steelers' ass and they win 10 straight games. Oh, oh, man. I don't know what makes me more mad. <laughs> that would just make me... that. I'm such a weird Steelers fan. Like, that would irritate the piss out of me. Like, if we lost to the Browns, then won 10 straight games, I'd be furious. <laughs> like, I'd be so mad. Uh, yeah. Uh, nobody knows what to expect from the Browns right now. Yeah. I don't even think the Browns know what to expect from the Browns. Dude, so, uh, them falling backwards into a win week one against the Steelers... It kind of seems like the Browns thing to do. I thought, like, my manager was messing with me, but then I saw it today. There are more people betting on the Browns to win the AFC than most other teams combined in Vegas right now. 
Wow. It's probably a big payout. I would assume probably it's, good, it's, it's, pro- it's yeah, good it's pro- odds. It's probably a big. It's like sixty to one or something. Yeah, like that. it's like a big payout for a team that improved as much as they did. So I think that's why a lot of people are doing right. it. But anyway, uh, I have them winning against the Chiefs, Bucks, Ravens, Falcons, and Bengals all before their bye. Uh, I don't think that's too much of a stretch. Only tough game you really have is the Falcons, and because we still don't really know what's going on with Pat Mahomes. We don't know if he's going to find his feet week two yet. Um, Chiefs usually lose against the Steelers anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then after their bye, they have the Browns, Ravens, Panthers, Jags, and Broncos. Uh, only big game there is the Jags. So if they can. Do they do do the Steelers win or lose? They win. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So right now. Let me just get this straight. Right now, you have the you have the Steelers starting out what like 13? ten and ten and one. Ten and one. Right. Okay. And then they go uh, two and three to finish out. Uh, because I, who do they? Who are their losses? Like their losses Patriots are Patriots is one. Patriots, Chargers, and Saints. Okay. Uh, they win against the Raiders and the Bengals. They have. Such an easy schedule, except when they have to play the good teams. Like, and the the good teams are really good. Yeah, that's uh, true. I don't know. Like, I don't really. When I make these, I don't really go by like memes or history of what likes happened in the past too much. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Steelers like lose the shitty games that they should win. But we do. Right. That's the thing. Yeah, but, like, I don't – I don't know. It's just some stuff that, like, I, I'm just looking and I, like, all right, this team's better than this team. Right. And then the 50-50 games, I'm just like, all right, well, how are they doing so far? Do mm-hmm. they need a win? What other things might be going on at that moment? Right. And uh, they have such such an easy schedule besides the Saints, Chargers, and Jaguars. Patriots. Patriots, yeah. So you have the Steelers uh, going thirteen and three. Twelve and four. Oh, twelve and four, I'm sorry. Right, because of the loss. Because of the week. Oh my god. Oh man. I would be so mad. <laughs> I would be can that I just, would be an interesting first real week of football can, after dark. Can I just say this? I would be less mad <laughs> if we lost week one to the Browns and then just kind of lost sparingly over the course of the year, because I'd be like, okay, we're just not very good. But if we lose week one to the Browns and then rattle off like 10 straight and the Browns lose 10 straight, oh, am I going to be mad? <laughs> like, oh, but anyway, All I'm right. sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I have them winning the North there. Okay. I have uh, the Browns in second. Obviously, they win week one against the Steelers. Uh, they have losses against the Saints and the Jets. Wins against the Raiders and Ravens, a loss against the Chargers, a win against the Bucks, uh, losses against the Steelers, Chiefs, and Falcons, losses against Bengals, Texans, and Panthers after the bye week, but then finishing out the year 3-0 and against the Broncos, the Bengals, and the Ravens. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's a good offense. We just don't know what we're going to get from the defense yet. Right good offense on paper it could end up like the 
Lakers of superstar Lakers. It could. It could. It could end up like the the comparison Matt always makes, the dream team in Philly. Mm-hmm. And that whole oh man did that. That was like a sub five hundred team. Yeah. Yes, it was. Uh, but the Browns are winning one less game than the Ravens and the Bengals combined. They're winning oh, one. Oh, then then the Ravens. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. Uh, I only have them winning combined eight games. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that is worse holy, than I have them. I have them pretty crap. bad, including uh. That's insane. <laughs> Including the Bengals at five wins. So you're the... Wait a minute. You have the Bengals at five wins. Yeah. You have the Ravens... You have at- the Ravens at three and 13. Yep. Holy oh. crap, dude. Who do they uh, beat? The Ravens beat the Bills, the Bengals, <laughs> and the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> it, All, right. That- All right, Matt. I want the Ravens to- are set up to beat an air attack. I want, if anything. I want you to explain, though, why... Because I don't think... Okay, none of us are going to have the Ravens, like, pretty high. But why do you have them at three, at three wins? All right, so they've been built on a defense for a long time. And we're at a point now where they're still getting defensive talent. Uh but it's not as good as what they had in the past, so it's at a decline, and their offense isn't improving either. Uh, unless, you know, something happens and Flacco decides to go on Super Bowl run Flacco in the last year of his contract again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just I don't think they're getting any better. They're stagnating, and they're losing. Like, Terrell Suggs is 30-something. Uh, only good player that you have is Jimmy Smith. That's like getting suspended and on drugs. And uh, you have CJ Mosley. Who's he's not going to be there for that first dealer game. Right. Also, that's a big deal. He's missing uh, the first four games. The Ravens have are the bills, Bengals, Broncos, and Steelers. So that's a big, that that's a lot of really good. Those are three teams in the Bengals, Broncos, and Steelers that have really good receivers. Or at least a good receiver in right. the Bengals' case. Uh, but, you know, it's they're on a decline, I think. And uh, I do like John Harbaugh. I think he's a good coach. But uh, as much as I like Ozzie Newsom too, he's hasn't been doing great the past couple of years, and it's probably a good thing that he's uh, retiring. Um, and then for the Bengals... Uh, I have them beating the Panthers and the Falcons, uh, the Buccaneers, the Ravens, and the Browns. So, you know, it's not like they're hard games to lose against. All right. All right. I, I, that Ravens pick, wow. All right. That was shocking. Hot take. Whew. Hot take. Yeah, I don't have them I, anywhere it, near. It might have also been because they were – probably the last team that i did the records for too <laughs> <laughs> but but like you said though when you do them when you individual you you're not thinking about it in the sense of like oh man i have to give the ravens a win now you're thinking about it in the sense of like which of these two teams is better right i'm not picking the ravens right so it doesn't necessarily mean that like you're just you're just don't think the ravens are better than a lot of the teams they play right so that's it 
All right, Justin. All right, picking up the rear. I've got the Baltimore Ravens at 6-10, and 10, but the only reason why they're picking up the rear of the division is because the Cincinnati Bengals are also going 6-10, and 10, but they have a better divisional record. Okay, that's fine. So I have both of those teams at the bottom going 6-10. and 10. Um, I have the Ravens are going to be pretty average. I mean, 6-10 is below average. I know, but like... So... I mean... They're, they're, I have them winning. I actually, just as, as a little wins. aside, huh. I just kind of thought about, like, 6-10 and 10 is kind of an average NFL team. Yeah. Like, if you're 8-8, eight and eight, you're actually, like, Especially in the, uh, AFC. pretty good. Like, you're, AFC in eight, you're in contention. You're in contention. In the AFC, 8-8 could get you into the playoffs. Right. Like, a 500 team in the NBA is, like, fighting for an 8th seed. Right. Like, a 500 team in the NFL is, like, a pretty good team. You're all right. You got some holes. You got some flaws. But you're pretty good. Probably yeah. got a quarterback and not not much else, but yeah. right. right. Look at the uh, Saints from a couple years ago. They were seven and nine, and they got one good draft, and they were a playoff team. Right. <laughs> yeah. I have uh, I have the Ravens winning against the Broncos, Titans. One taking one off the Steelers, Bengals, uh, Bucks, and Chargers. All right. There's six wins. Cincy, I have their six wins. They're, they come out two off the gate, beating the Colts and the Ravens. Then uh, losing for four, five weeks in a row. And then winning <laughs> against the Bucks. All right. Uh, Browns, Broncos, and then Browns again. So I'm sweeping the Browns. You have uh, the Ravens. Who sweeping the, the, the Browns? The Bengals sweeping the Browns. The Bengals sweeping the Browns. Okay. They, they cave under that defensive but pressure. you have the Browns finishing... In second place in the division with a with a spicy 7-9. and nine, Okay. Which... A lot of people in Vegas be out of money. A lot of people in Vegas be out of money. Vegas be happy. Vegas be... But it's Vegas also be real happy. a lot better than last year, so we're making progress, It's fellas. a lot better than the last three years combined. Damn. I have them, I have them losing two at, out the gate, Steelers-Saints. And then winning against the Jets, Ravens, Chargers, Bucks. This entire division is just beating on the Bucks. Uh, Who isn't going to beat on the Bucks? It, it's going to be bad. Probably. Actually, I originally had, I originally had the Steelers losing <laughs> against the Bucks on Week Three. Then I was like, wait, no, Jameis isn't back yet, so there's no chance. Originally, I was like magic. Steelers. Originally, I was like Steelers can Steeler, and then. Lose to the Bucks. Yeah, for you audio listeners, just all of you, Kuiper's just shaking his head because he knows it's true. <laughs> they yeah. just they just lose to bad teams. Hey, you ready to lose to the Buccaneers? Oh, am I am I part of the podcast? Now? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. Since you're talking to me, I'm a special guest now. They give my picks for the AFC North. Not now, but you. I, we're just. Are you ready to lose to the Buccaneers? No. Okay, good. All right. Never ready to lose any game. All right. Always good. get mad. That's good. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I have Browns them. Uh, three and thirteen. All right. Then the rest would have them beating the Texans, Panthers, Ravens. 
So I have them winning some pretty pretty tough matchups on them, but they're still the Cleveland Browns, so they're gonna fu- they're gonna fuck it up a lot. Yeah, seven and nine. Then I have the Steelers at the top, who was surprised with an eleven and five. Their losses. I have them coming out coming out four straight wins. Start. <laughs> Not losing to the Browns in Week One. Sleeping. but but you do have them losing in week six to the Bengals. i do in cincinnati okay it's gonna be probably gonna be a brutal game antonio brown's gonna get injured because i drafted him in fantasy this year oh man and then yeah you're not me (laughs) that's true you're not shively then after their bye week beat the browns well i might as well just say the rest of their losses lose the ravens jags Patriots, and that's it for the rest of the season. Oh, so yeah. right, not bad. They come off four out the gate, okay. lose two, and then they kind of they got a ping pong like the Steelers do. Until no, no, not too bad, the end. I guess. And they 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 beat the Saints and the Bengals to end off the season. Okay. <laughs> mm. All right, Matt. Okay. They'll probably beat him by a field goal. So here's okay. how the AFC North is really gonna go. <laughs> the Browns are gonna go seven and nine. No, in last place is the Cincinnati Bengals, who start the season off. Oh man, zero <laughs> and fourteen. Woo! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Until oh my god! Before winning their last two games at the Browns and Steelers. <laughs> we're really, we're really sleeping on Andy and AJ over here. I'm sleeping on them hard because the Bengals suck. What does Colin Coward call them? The beige water pistol? He calls them the beige water pistol. Yeah, Yeah. that's really appropriate. Um, In uh, third place, I have the Ravens at 7-9. Giving them a 3-3 division record. I think they sweep. Because I know they get swept. They sweep the Bengals. And then... Yeah, thank you. They sweep the Bengals. (laughs) And get swept by the Steelers, I think. And then split with the Browns. And split with the Brownies. Okay. Um, I got the Browns in second place at 8-8. Eight and eight, And they're going to start off 0-2, losing the thing, losing the Steelers and Saints. But then they get to whip on the Jets, Raiders, uh, Ravens. That's their split game. Chargers, Buccaneers for losing to the Steelers. Chiefs, Falcons, bye, come out, beat the Bengals, Texans. Lose the Panthers, Broncos, Bengals, and beat the Ravens in the last week for eight and eight. Um, and we were talking about eight and eight, like potentially fighting for a spot in the playoffs. Not in my AFC, because like my AFC's wild, dude. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And then uh, in your first place, Steelers. Mm-hmm. I got them ten and six overall, taking the number four seed in the AFC. Uh, obviously beat Browns, Chiefs, Bucks, losing to the Ravens and Falcons, beating the Bengals, beating the Browns, beating the Ravens, beating the Panthers, losing to the Jaguars, beating the Broncos, losing to the Chargers, beating the Raiders, losing to the Patriots, beating the Saints, and losing to the Bengals to end the season. 10-6, and 4-2. and two. That would give them the fourth seed overall, which if they would have if they beat the Bengals, it becomes really interesting putting them at 11-5 and five because of the way my tiebreakers are. Considering I have the first seed uh, twelve and four to the Colts, <laughs> but like oh! I don't know how I feel about that with uh, Andrew Luck not looking good that we're talking about. But then like 
I have the Chiefs as the two seed at eleven and five because they beat the Patriots, but then they would lose to the Steelers. But then the Steelers lose to the Patriots. The cycle continues, and if the pa- and if the Steelers win in Week uh, Seventeen and beat the Bengals and go eleven and five, that's a it's because the way tiebreakers work it could make the difference between a home playoff game or a round one bye. So it gets kind of dicey. I, I also have the trifecta in the AFC uh, continuing with the Steelers beating the Chiefs, the Chiefs beating the Patriots, and the Patriots beating the Steelers. Um, I have that continuing. Uh, so I have this. So here's the way I always do Pittsburgh Steelers projections. I always start off with, okay, what's going to make me really mad? And I do that first. So I have the Steelers starting out at 4-0, beating the Browns, Chiefs, Buccaneers, and Ravens. I have their first loss to the 0-4 Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> so not only do we lose the first game, our first loss is to the Bengals. The Bengals have not won a game yet. So that just makes me that, – that's the first thing that makes me mad. Uh, following that loss, uh, we have a bye week where we have two back-to-back uh, divisional games. We'll beat the Browns, beat the Ravens. Uh, the Panthers game is a Thursday night game, and I wouldn't pick us to win a Thursday night game after a Ravens game against anybody. Uh, it wouldn't matter who we were playing. Uh, just no matter how good or bad the Ravens are, it's not as physical and as violent of a rivalry as Cincinnati is right now, but it's still like very, very, very just hard on the players uh, still. So I'm picking us to lose to the Panthers. Cam Newton will have like 150 yards rushing in that game because – are because uh, the defensive coordinator won't be able to figure out how to stop a quarterback running the ball. Um, losing to the Jaguars in Week 11. And then uh, after that, you have three straight wins against the Broncos, Chargers. I'm picking us to beat the Chargers for a couple reasons. One, it will be Week 13 and they'll all be dead. Right. <laughs> and also, Fair enough. at that point, the Chargers, the Chargers already have the longest uh, – up total amount of travel out of any team in the NFL and having to come after that, like back and forth and back and forth, having to come all the way to Heinz field in week 13, will be really crappy out. Uh, I think that benefits the Steelers and they win that game. They'll beat the Raiders. Then they have a really just awful two game stretch against the Patriots and the saints. I believe they lose both games um, finishing off against the Bengals where we win. The Bengals still kill all of our players though. And uh, no one's alive, and we have to forfeit the playoff game. And, uh, yeah, whatever. So, I'm memeing a little bit. But that is actually what I have us. That's what I have us going. I have us. The the five losses are Patriots, Saints, uh, Jaguars, Panthers, and Bengals once to go 11-5. and Five Five and one in the division. I have them as the three seed in the AFC. Going down to the Baltimore Ravens, I have them at 7-9. I don't know. I think... I think the Ravens are just one of those teams that even when they're bad, like when they're really bad, like last year, Joe Flacco was one of the worst quarterbacks in the league last year. And they were still like a borderline 500 team. I don't think they're going to be terrible. I just think that kind of how Corey said where they're stagnating, kind of like how the Falcons are in a weird way. Bird team. Another bird team, yeah. Stagnating. I just don't think the AFC, <laughs> the AFC, unlike the NFC, is still so bad enough. It has so many bad teams in it, two of them being in their own division, that I don't think you sink really below 500 because you're stagnating. I think you can kind of like hover, like kind of keep your head above water a little bit. 
Um, so I have them. I actually have them starting out uh, losing to the Bills, actually. But then they pick up a win against the Bengals, lose to the Broncos, Steelers, beat the Browns, lose to the Titans, Saints, beat the Panthers, lose to the Steelers, beat the Bengals, beat the Raiders, lose to the Falcons, lose to the Chiefs, hey. uh, Buccaneers, Chargers, whatever. They end up going 7-9 outside the playoffs, but they go 4-2 and two in the division. So they actually have a pretty good divisional record outside of their sub-500. I really want to put the Browns at 7-9. and nine, Partially because, man, if they're going to be good, I at least want to, like, say I predicted it. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, if the Browns suck again, I don't care if I was wrong. Because, hooray. Like, <laughs> throw a parade. Oh, my goodness. The Browns still suck. All is right in the world. But a... At some point, you can't keep adding all of these good players and continue to suck. I just, it's almost mathematically impossible. I will admit, a part of it is my love for Baker Mayfield. I love Baker Mayfield. I want him to be the one that kind of resurrects them because I like him so much. And so many people don't like him. Did you uh, see his John Dorsey impression? It's hilarious. The jo- okay, if you if I you haven't, see that, it's yeah. so funny. Like buddy boy, buddy, <laughs> yeah, buddy boy. The way you choose the gum is just so good. Um, but anyway, I I had them originally at seven and nine. I got talked out actually by my father. I actually got talked out of making them seven and nine. I bumped them down to five and eleven. Uh, the wins being against the Bengals, against the Panthers. The Falcons, the Buccaneers. So they actually go 3-1 and one against the NFC South. And uh, one game against the Jets. So that's what I have the Browns going. I have, just to add salt into the wound of the thing I mentioned earlier, the Bengals only win one other game. I also have them going 2-14. and 14. Yes! Holy shit! Um, yes! The only other game the Bengals win is Week 12 against the Browns. <laughs> they beat... They lose to everybody else and finish... I believe, if I'm looking at all of my records co- correctly, I have them as the worst team in the NFL. Oh, I do too. They, they get the worst team in the NFL at 2-14, and 14, and then my second worst team was the Bucks at 3-13. and 13. Man. But yeah, so that's my AFC North. Little meme but I don't think I'm... Like, there's memes to it, but I was also like, I know, like... I know going into that Cincinnati game... Man, do you really... Like, do, do, like to Matt and Kuyper, do y'all really think Cincinnati's worse than, like, the Bills or the Bucks? Yes. Yes. Man, I disagree. I'm I mean, sorry. they're bad. And, okay, it's... To be fair, I have the Bills winning literally one more game. Same. Like one more. I, ha- game. I have the Bills going three and thirteen. I think, but like, they're. It's, it's also because you got to. They're remember, like bottom of the barrel. But bad. the Bills are in a division. Especially if Sean McCoy goes to jail. But the Bills are in a division <laughs> where the two other teams that aren't the Patriots, are like kind of in the same boat as them. Like Baltimore is better than Cincinnati, and on paper Cleveland's better than Cincinnati, whereas like we don't know if the Jets and the Dolphins are better than the Bills. You know true. what I mean? Yeah, true, That's, true. I think that was kind of, as I started doing this, I was kind of like, man, like, I'm starting to pick these games. I'm realizing, like, how many games I have the Bills losing. 
and I'm looking at it, I'm like, I don't really know if the Bills are that much worse. I just think that they're like, what are they? Who's gonna score? Like, I think I don't dislike Andy Dalton. I think he's better than maybe half the other quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks in the league, and that's why I can't say they're really bad. Just because he's like, if you were gonna rank the quarterbacks in the NFL, he'd probably be like, all right, so let's, let's just go through the AFC. I'd rather have Tom Brady. Uh, fuck Ryan Tannehill. We <laughs> don't. I'd rather have him than Teddy Bridgewater. I'd rather have him than Josh Allen. Uh, I'll take Ben. I'd rather have him than Joe Flacco. Uh, probably rather have him than Tyrod. Uh, at this point. At this point, I'd rather have him than Andrew Luck. Yeah, it's bullshit. No, I, I, I don't care I, how he I, looked in a preseason game. No, I'm just no, saying. I, I understand. Just be, yeah. Andy's played every game. Right. Sure. You don't know. We literally have absolutely no idea if Andrew Luck is going to be able to complete a full season. So right. I understand what he's saying. Rather have him than Deshaun Watson, who's had two ACL injuries in the past four years. Uh,. I'd rather have him than Bortles. He's probably borderline with Marcus Mariota. Mm-hmm. Uh, take Rivers. I'd take Rivers. I'd take Carr. Uh, and we don't know about Mahomes. And I'd rather have him than Case Keenum. So, so that's you, like top six, I think. That's like top six in or the, seven in, in the AFC. AFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if, oh, you just, if you just double that, that's top half the league. Yeah, I mean, because there's a lot of NFC quarterbacks you take. Right. Like, a lot. I mean, just just in the NFC South alone, you'd take three. Right. Above him. So, and then no, you're not including Rodgers. The NFC North, I'd take three over. Right. Like, oh, yeah. And, and so, that's six alone. Then yeah. you go to the NFC East, and there's probably two more. Yeah. I t- so, NFC one. West, there's three more. <laughs> So oh, NFC is it's stacked. so good. It's stacked. But yeah, so that's that's why I can't have them being worse than the league. No, I respect that. I understand that. Once the Patriots era is over, how long does it take for an AFC team to win another Super Bowl? Um, <laughs> well, number one Chiefs fan. <laughs> You're not number one Chiefs fan anymore. It's Wednesday. It's Shit. Wednesday, my dude. All right, nobody stop. ever. <laughs> All right. We've been running pretty long. We should uh let's get to the fantasy, man. <laughs> let's get into let's the main segment. Our, let's talk about our fantasy teams. All right, memes and fantasies. All right, La Liga El Dickbutt. Are six. we gonna Are we gonna do the history first? Or are we gonna well, I'll just recap a, the graph. I'll do a brief little history, real quick. Okay. Um, so the league started with humble beginnings. <laughs> humble beginnings. Uh, I had done fantasy for like two years prior. Uh, just on my own, just general leagues. I didn't even meet the people. They were just random things I joined. And I got a whole bunch of my friends together. Uh, four of them are in this room. Three of them have mics in front of them. The other has a polar pop over there. Um, Sponsor us. Circle Say K. hi to the kids, Genhart. Hey, what up? Kids? Kids listen to this shit? I don't know. I my my brother Jesus does. Christ. <laughs> yeah. Oh, does he really? Oh, okay. well, he's old enough. He, he's going to be 16. Yeah, yeah, he's old enough. Hey, shout out. I'm like a kid, but I need um, so started out the league. I invited, you know, 11 of my friends and well, 11, 10 of my friends and Matt's uncle. 
who I like. I Nine like of your that. friends, my uncle, and... Uh, all right. <laughs> so, the first year, our uh, our buddy Thomas, who's oh, in the league, okay, well, who yeah. was not there. I, I want everyone... I don't know if you guys remember that. Thomas wasn't there for our draft. I drafted his team. Yeah, he, was wor- he was working for me and my dad's company. At the yeah, time. he was, yeah. Um... My the first round pick I gave him was Aaron Foster. Oh man! I also I also drafted him Peyton Manning. Uh, this is the year that Peyton Manning broke the single season passing yardage and touchdown record. But the problem with it is that about four weeks into the year, our buddy Thomas traded both of those players to Matt's uncle. For a ham sandwich. For pretty much a ham sandwich. One of them, one of them KFC five bug boxes. Exactly. Yeah. Which caused an absolute typhoon of just chaos where we were pretty much fighting about what to do about it for days. And we were just commenting on things and talking to each other. And I had people messaging me saying, oh, that's, you know, whatever that's stupid you couldn't have allowed that and yada yada um this was actually the since it was the first year i didn't have a i didn't have a league manager veto option available or not i didn't didn't have it active so if you sent a trade and both people accepted it it just went through so that was a part of the reason why it went through so matt's uncle dusty proceeds to just absolutely just just wax all of us (laughs) over the course of the year uh it's Gets all the way to the championship game, and all the guys here really hate me for it, but I make uh, our championship week 17, because, man, is it funny. No, no, no. I love the week 17 uh, championship. It's awesome. I think it's hilarious. It puts you on your toes? I Corey hates it. Half your players don't play. I know, but, <laughs> man, is it funny. You get, you get a championship game where the final score is like 88 to 100. I love it. And so... Dusty is just this. Dusty is the Patriots, the eighteen and zero Patriots, and our good friend Ryan <laughs> is is the is the humble New York Giants, trying to topple Goliath, and uh, everyone is actually here at Justin's house, watching uh, the final game of the regular season that year was the Dallas Cowboys versus I believe the New York Giants. <laughs> And it might actually might have been Philly. It was a divisional opponent. Kyle Orton is the quarterback for Dallas. And our friend Ryan is starting Kyle Orton. And he is also starting Jason Witten. And I had been... I don't know where I was. I wasn't home. I was somewhere out doing... I don't know whatever I was doing. But I look, I happened to like... I was checking my phone every once in a while to see like how Ryan was doing. And Ryan was like beating your uncle. And I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. Right? So... Time's ticking down. Kyle Orton's having a good game. I think Jason Witten caught a touchdown pass at some point. So Ryan's down by about three points. And the Cowboys are down four points as well. And the Cowboys get the ball. And I call (laughs) Ryan on the phone. I love this. And I say, dude, you're going to beat Dusty. And he's like, I know, man. I'm here. Everyone's here watching at the Twins' house. I was like, all right, man, I'm driving. I got to go. I hang up. I hang up the phone, and Kyle Orton immediately throws an interception. (laughs) Ryan immediately calls me back and says, I never want to talk to you ever again. (laughs) 
and that was La Liga year that one. That was La Liga year one. So it set the standard. All right, we're gonna talk. We're gonna we're gonna backtrack a little bit. We started the year the very first year. I drafted Adrian Peterson number one overall. <laughs> I proceeded to draft San Francisco 49ers and Russell Wilson in the second and thirty. <laughs> The second and third. Oh round. wait, we forgot the, our first inaugural oh, pick. Yes, <laughs> our, our my our friend Brandon, who we call Dome, the very first ever. He's pick. been on this podcast yeah. before. He has, yeah. Our the very first pick ever in La Liga was Blair Walsh. <laughs> uh, our friend Brandon got the first overall pick. It, no, I got AP first overall. No. Yeah, because I picked first. Did you? Yes. I swear to God, I thought no. Blair Walsh was the first pick. No. I'm pretty sure Dome picked, like, mid-round. I'm almost I know. Okay, because I, I know. You know what? You might be right, because you picked the defense. I picked defense. In the third round, and it was the first. I remember it second being the and first third, sticker. Sec- right. Second and third round. So, Dome, Dome picked Blair Walsh somewhere in that first. He did pick him. In the first round. Right. And, man, did that tick your uncle off. Like, I loved it. Holy crap. That made your uncle so mad. We thought it was hilarious. We were like, ha-ha, it's real funny. And the best part was was that his team wasn't even, like, the worst. Like, at the end of the year, he actually had, like, a pretty decent team. Can um, you guess who was the worst? It couldn't have been the person who picked the Giants in the third round. Or the 49ers in the third round. Yeah. Corey's, Corey's come a long way. <laughs> no, I haven't. Corey. <laughs> I really haven't. So uh, then we had year two. Uh, I removed our friend Thomas from the league. He is now in a in another league that I do, and you know it, it's all good now. But I removed him. I replaced him with our friend Shane. Not much better. Not. Be- <laughs> Shane pretty much up until Shane won't trade his roster away when he loses. Right. He does lose. Yeah. Um. So I replaced him, and Dusty obviously did end up winning the first year. Our the second year of Liga was won by our friend Genhart, who is here. Uh, you've heard him a couple of times. He attributes the fact that he won that he started both Jimmy Graham and Gronk all year, and fails to mention that he also had Demarco Murray, who had like sixteen hundred yards, eighteen hundred, eighteen hundred yards. Yeah, but which of these people are alive today to tell the tale? <laughs> Gronk barely. <laughs> Barely any of them. Barely any of them. Where DeMarco Murray at? I ain't seen him lately. He did. <laughs> you pretty much, like, you're responsible for what happened to DeMarco Murray. And Gronk and Graham. Fuck. <laughs> so, uh. That was, like, the last time that Jimmy Graham was. Because I was still, like, riding Jimmy Graham at that, like, after that year. Mistake. Yeah. Because he was still on the Saints. So he was excellent. After was that, it was, was that the last year he was on the Saints? Yeah. I'm sure. So the I last, well, yeah, because the last four years he was on, he was in Seattle. My, week, my year one roster mixed up with my year two roster. I'm not sure. Maybe, um, but uh, so that happened year two, and year three, and four were won by me. Uh, year three, I started out like one and five, and I ended up like winning the favorite. My favorite meme from that year was in the ninth round. Justin was picking two spots in front of me. And Justin picked Tevin Coleman, and I picked Devontae Freeman. And two weeks later, Tevin Coleman got hurt, and Devontae Freeman ended up leading the league in rushing touchdowns that year. That was a fun meme. Sad. Literally <laughs> a coin flip between those two dudes. Yeah. At this point, it's pretty much a coin flip. But that that year, they both went in the ninth round because they were both unproven commodities. Yep. 
Um, the year follows. So I won the second year, and this person over here on my left, uh, after I won, proceeded to attempt to. No, this was the second year that you won. That's what I'm saying. This is the second year I won. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm kind of a. I'm kind of a douchebag. Kind of. I, I'm a little bit of a douchebag. The biggest douchebag at this table right Man, now is sitting it. right across from me. You, oh. you, oh, oh, damn, he's out for me you for audio out listeners, which is all of you. That's Matt. Okay, so but the reason Corey's saying that, <laughs> yeah, it's true though, is because after I was, because I was playing the championship with Justin, which we'll get to that meme in a second. Oh God. So I'm playing a, a championship game with Justin. You're not allowed to be. And Justin had Jordy Nelson playing in Week 17. And Aaron Rodgers just forgot Jordy Nelson existed in the second half of their game against Detroit, and I ended up winning. Immediately when that happened, Corey took all of the people in the league except for me and said, pretty much, we don't acknowledge that Kuiper won. And, and then Matt, I wasn't thinking about it, and I told Kuiper. Yeah. No. You, you, you thought about it. <laughs> you told me, okay, Corey, that sounds fun. Hey, Kuiper, they're trying to be dickbags to you. <laughs> It would have been such a good That's meme. That's not how it happened. We could have spent we could have spent nine months. Matt came just... in and White Knight shitted all over me. That's not how it he happened. Shitted and come to my mouth. <laughs> oh my god! Jesus! I swear to God. That would have been not... that would have been such a fun nine months where Kuiper would just be so mad. I would I and that's the part that I have to admit. I actually would have been mad. Like, oh, I know. You I would have been so mad. Well, what's the? I'm would, still like sorry about that. We would have acknowledged it again at the next draft. Yeah, like you would have been fine. You would have been. You would have been fine. I would have been fine because I'd have had the money. Yeah, I wouldn't have really cared. Hey, you had you had the money in the actual win, but we were just gonna meme you for a whole yeah. nine months. Um, that was the year I had Le'Veon Bell and David Johnson. Yes, yeah, oh, and it was just it was bad. That because Le'Veon Bell was suspended the first four games, and for some ungodly reason. Like, we all just let him fall to the second, and I just took him after taking David Johnson. Um, I Was that the year that I got Keenan Allen? That was the year. You, you want to talk about that story? Yeah. Because that's so, one of your uh, crowning <laughs> crowning achievement. I, I just think back on what could have been so much. <laughs> <laughs> Week one, Chargers were playing. The first half... Keenan Allen caught eight passes for like 60 yards and a touchdown. And it was going so well. He was my first round pick along with Eddie Lacy at 13 right afterwards. And I just, it was the, Eddie Lacy got hurt the year before and Mm -hmm. people were down on him. Like why he's been great his first two years. It was just one bad year. So I'm going to take him in the second round. So I I thought I was fucking set with those two picks nobody was predicting keenan allen would be like they were like going in the late second round late third round and i'm just watching this first half of the chargers game like i fucking struck gold and then he goes down running a dig route and he tore his acl and then the chiefs came back and won that game hell yeah and i'm i'm so sad got him so sad. So, yeah, we go do that year. Uh, that that year. Uh, well, no, I guess we have to go back to the first year I won. Uh, that was Justin. Yeah. 
So Justin has this thing with Doug Baldwin. Can you explain your theory about Doug Baldwin? Okay, so my theory about Doug Baldwin is like, and he he is obviously a top receiver talent, but there is a thing about Doug Baldwin, and I I have never looked it up to actually prove this, so I could be very wrong, but it's just it's just implanted in my brain by now that Doug Baldwin is a is a, a serviceable receiver until after week eight. So starting with week nine, Doug Baldwin turns from a, a good receiver to a great receiver. <clears throat> So if you have Doug Baldwin, weeks one through eight, don't play him. No, no, no. Or maybe play him as a flex. He'll be, he'll but, be serviceable. But if you have him weeks nine through 17, and the reason Justin says that is because, so Justin had a pretty bad year that year. He was like middle of the pack, like bottom, you know, bottom of the, he was like in the middle of the pack of all the teams that weren't in the playoffs. And Justin had one particular game where he was playing Matt's uncle. And Justin, it was past week nine. So it was in the it was in the test was it what's that the test group? Yes. In, in a in a science you know in a, in a looks it's a test group, and Justin made the conscious choice to not play Doug Baldwin, and the reason that's big is because Justin lost that game, and then proceeded to win every other game after that one. Yeah, and I would have won if I started Doug Baldwin. And he would have won if he started Doug Baldwin. So not only would he have won all the rest of, he won all the rest of his games, he would have made the playoffs. And then after it was over, and I I can't even remember who I I think I who did I beat in the finals that year? Was it Dusty? I think it was Dusty. It was Dusty because we changed our names to Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, because he had Odell and I had Antonio Brown. Hmm. Um, I looked afterwards, and I because Justin ended up winning the consolation bracket, and I looked at all the scores, and Justin scored like. 50 points more every single week during the playoffs. And Justin would have cruised to a championship. So the following year after that one, he goes to the championship against me and loses. And then we come to last year where Justin goes to the finals again. Against our good friend, Zach Shively, who took Kuiper down. To, to ensure yeah. the three-peat didn't happen. Yeah, Shively, Shively knocked me off my throne, prevented the three-peat, and everyone was happy because no one likes me. Um, Just no, nobody should three-peat in fantasy. Nobody, no, honestly, no. Yeah. I mean, I had a really good team. You but did. But I ended, up, I ended up trading away Kareem Hunt because oh. they forgot about him halfway through the year. Yeah. Get, what did I give you for Kareem Hunt? Do you remember, Genhart? Uh, not at all. Not at all. Did I even trade you him? No, I gave you Hunt. Mm-hmm. And then you had Hunt in like the final portion of the year when he was actually really good. I think you got Zeke. I didn't get Zeke. I, all, uh, our friend Tobin, who had Zeke, offered me Zeke. And our friend Krebs, who was in the league, f- absolutely went ballistic at the thought of the trade because I would have like two really good running backs. And so I declined it. But, yeah, our friend Shively, uh, who has dubbed himself Bird King because he has a penchant for drafting lots of players from bird teams. He does. Last year, he was almost – his entire team was almost primarily made up of, like, Eagles and Ravens players. Um, He ended up winning. Yeah, I I almost (laughs) – I almost cruised to to the championship game, like, straight off of – Todd Gurley, Mark Ingram, and Greg Zerline. <laughs> that's no joke. Like Justin, this league with kickers. Oh yeah, that's and that's where we turn it over to Matt. Motherfuck. With dude. with the kickers. So this is the meme about Matt. 
I, I got two memes. Matt does, okay, yeah, Matt has two I memes. I got two memes. One, fuck kickers. This <laughs> fucking league, you you miss a 20-yard field goal, you get minus five points. You know how fucking dumb that is? <laughs> Don't miss. <laughs> you know how mad that makes me when I lose a game by two points and I have a kicker with minus 12? Spend your 10th round pick on Justin Tucker. That's what I did this year. <laughs> it's not happening again. <laughs> but that's okay. I'll just fall trapped to highest scoring team in the league that doesn't make the playoffs. Yeah, that, that's your biggest one. Yeah. So often. You know, I come into this league. I came into this league year one. Cocky as fuck, alright? Like, yeah, I'm gonna beat these dumb kids. Uh, fuck yeah, I did. It's exactly what I thought. I'll lay it out on the table. I'm so much better than these guys. They all suck. Look at these fucking draft picks. I've been playing since I was like 10 years old in my dad's league. I've had multiple championships. I'm a grizzled vet. I... Can't do shit in this league. <laughs> I, I don't think I've made the playoffs once. <laughs> I try so hard. My teams are so good. I can score 190,000 points and get beat by the guy that scores 191,000 points every week. It's karma. I, I hate it. I have actu- <laughs> That's not hyperbole. I have actually seen Matt. We do a PPR league, and I have a, a little bonus for um, completions from a quarterback. You get, I think it's like a third of a point for every completion and minus a third of a point for every incompletion. Mm-hmm. So as long as you throw more completions than incompletions, you get like, at the most, you usually get like three or four more points out of it. Right. Um, I have actually seen Matt lose games like 190 to like 202. It's like wild. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And the person that scores 202 is... Like, they're one flash in the pan week. Yeah. I consistent score so many points it's, every week. It's like the week where Dome had uh, Deshaun and Will Fuller. The week where Will Fuller had, like, two 75-yard touchdowns. And they both put up 50. Those are the t- <laughs> those are the weeks that Matt draws. Every goddamn people. week. I don't know. I'm just mad, I guess. Oh. Uh. That should, be gonna, te- that, that should be your team name. That should should be know. on your team tombstone. This <laughs> I don't know. I'm just mad. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just dead. I guess. So by week six, we'll be doing uh we'll be doing this show, and I'm gonna read the text when I get it from Matt that says, "Man, these kickers getting negative ten points, and I'm losing Matt, by seven. I think you'll be fine because he drafted Justin Tucker this year. Speaking of that. We just did our draft. We did. For, for La Liga. We did. And uh, I want to know what Corey wants to talk. Because Corey came up here and he was like, I want to talk about this draft because I'm stupid. That was like a quote. No, because I'm fucked at running back. I'm so fucked at running back. I need I – I have – I had to take Chris Thompson in the fourth round – 70 ADP before he's predicted to go just so I could have a running back. I mean, there were other guys you could have taken. They they were all rookies. Like, I'm not going to take a rookie with my fourth round pick. That's fine. I understand. I mean, what's the... But I, I Say who your first two picks are, though. I mean, your first two picks are pretty... I had DeAndre Hopkins and Michael Thomas. And then my third round pick was Doug Baldwin. And I shouldn't have DeAndre Hopkins because I was talking to Krebs and he was like, "Yeah, I didn't know he was there. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't. I would have took him over Julio. He 
Skyped in or Facebook uh, live. And I should have had the laptop closer so he could have, like, seen and heard the picks better. Uh, but he did not know he was there at 12. He picked right before me at 11. So, honestly, I should have Julio and DeAndre. But, like, we can't trade at this point because, like, the implications it would have on the league. Just because, like, if one sucks and the other one's great, no matter who it is, it's just, like, it just ripples. Mm-hmm. Uh I did so many mock drafts, and I had so many decent running backs fall to me at three and four round at 12, and none of them made it to me. No, we all went crazy it was, with taking running it backs. It was terrible. Our friend Ryan took three straight. Right. That. I He took three straight. I took two. I believe... Uh, Dome took two because he has Barkley and Fournette. Right. So that's not including the the big four that went in the top five with, you know, Gurley, Bell, and Dave, and, and Zeke. Kareem so. went top at number six in our league. Uh, usually he falls later, but we have two Chiefs fans, so he wasn't going to make it. Um, <laughs> you got... Dalvin Cook went in the second round. Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, Devontae Freeman, uh, Jarek McKinnon. I wasn't – he was there at 13. I'm like, there's no way I'm fucking taking Jarek McKinnon. He's supposed to be good every year, and every year he just doesn't produce at all. I don't think going to San Francisco. I don't think that was – I don't think that was a good pick. Jarek McKinnon, I'm not, thir- like, what, I sent, what was it? In the twenty second overall, I don't know. Like no. Ryan made that pick, and I was like, "Dude, like he's already hurt." Right. It's, like I don't know. Uh, but then you have Jordan Howard, Derek. I wanted Derek Henry so bad, <laughs> but somebody. Hey, I reached a little bit. You just be reached a little bit, and he needed to. Otherwise, he would have ended up on Corey or my teams. Yeah, I wanted I wanted Derrick Henry. I also uh, really didn't like any of the other fucking running backs that were available because I spent my first two picks on wideouts. That well, that was uh, because that was that was basically it for running backs at that point. You have Alex Collin go after that, and Lashawn McCoy, who might not play football, right. might go to jail. Yeah, but uh, all my mock drafts, Derrick Henry went fourth, fifth round. I was like, all right, I'm that's so like sorry. That's, uh. that's like a sure thing that I'm going to get at least Derrick Henry, and it didn't happen. So. I thought, like, I had, like, even going back to the first round, like, I had no idea that, like, running backs were going to – I swore that, that either Genhart behind me over there, who was a Steelers fan, or Ryan right after them, who was a Steelers fan. He's not a Steelers would, fan. Oh, that's right. No, not a He's not fan. a Steelers fan. He's he just likes the Steelers players. He just likes Steelers players I, on I fantasy. Yeah, yeah. He's an ex-Browns yeah, yeah. fan. He is an ex-Browns yeah, uh, fan. So <laughs> I figured that they would get Antonio Brown, and I wouldn't have to worry about it. And I didn't want to get Todd Drilly again. I don't like drafting the same players twice in a row. And the gig makes me superstitious. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, honestly, I do too. I don't like doing it either. So, so when it got down to my pick and my choices were Antonio Brown or Todd Gurley, Antonio Brown, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't and know. I was, the, I was kind of pissed. Then the champ, <laughs> then the champ took Todd Gurley, 
And then the champ threw you for a loop and didn't take Devontae Adams. Yeah, which I was like, I wrote him off. I was like, I'm not going to get Devontae Adams, who might be the second best receiver in fantasy this year. It's like, I don't need him. I'm not going to. Shively's going to take him. I don't got to worry about him. I don't blame him, though. A.J. Green was there. He took A.J. Green. I'm going to take A.J. Green over Devontae Adams every time. What? I only want to know. Only because there's no one to compete with AJ. Like Devontae at like especially with like Jimmy Graham being there. Like for touchdown like, passes. Yeah, sure. like Devontae's touchdown numbers will probably like dip this year whereas AJ's are not going to be affected. That's that's like the one thing I can All right, so we have one good year from Devontae Adams who has one 100-yard game. I don't think AJ Green like does anything but get 100 yard games he either gets 100 yards or he gets like four let's see one two three he has 500 yard games last year who aj yeah did he get hurt did he miss a couple games i think he got hurt but i don't think he missed too much no he didn't miss a game oh okay but uh, he... for some reason i was thinking that aj got hurt last year yeah um, i thought he did too Devonte uh, did lead the league in touchdowns though so alongside jimmy graham but then they are now teammates so. Yeah, which means they'll compete for the numbers. Uh, I just—he's going to be one of the better receivers for sure. I also the two of you. Have... I didn't. I didn't want to draft. I didn't want to draft any Bengals player, which leads me to getting really mad about my second running back pick, which was Joe Mixon. Which was Joe Mixon because there was once again with the situation of running backs, there was nobody else left because they all went so fast. Also, Devontae Adams' numbers are usually shit with Aaron Rodgers playing. What? They yeah. got better with Brent Hundley. You're right. He's all, he also uh, was never see. at any point the number one receiver on that team, and Rodgers constantly targeted Nelson more than anybody else on the team. Right. Uh, He's not so, there anymore. So Rodgers got work, hit her week six, right, against Minnesota? Yeah. All right, so 47, 99. 99 yards and a touchdown was his only good game, really. He had 60 yards, 13 yards and a touchdown, 66 and two touchdowns, I guess. It was a good game, too. And then 54 and a touchdown with Rodgers there. Those aren't bad games. That's not bad for a wideout, too. And he's now a wideout one. Sure is. Nobody's better than nobody's a better receiver than him on that team. Randall Cobb's old and washed up. John Morales is too young and doesn't is having issues. A little spry. Yeah. A little thin. Mm-hmm. Equinemia St. Brown, though. Oh man, he's gonna be a star. He's gonna rise up. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna get good. Yeah. He, he's looking good. They're, 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 they're all bums except Gmo, according to. Aaron Rodgers. That's right, yeah. According to Aaron Rodgers, they're all bums, except for Gino. Well, hopefully he kicks them in the ass enough yeah. and they all improve. What about, what about your team, Matt? How do you feel? Well, you didn't get... Let's talk about the maddest you got during the draft. Our good buddy Tobin, who is the second biggest Chiefs fan. He's the biggest on Wednesdays. Yeah, he He's is. second biggest on any other day. <laughs> uh, Tobin went double Chief. He did. First two picks. He took Hunt, and then he took Tyreek. And I don't think Matt expected to get Hunt, but, man, were you mad he took Tyreek Hill. My goal was to take Kelsey in the second and then on the turn grab Hill. <laughs> well, at least he gave you your favorite, Chief. He did. He gave me Travis Kelsey, and I can't knock him for that. Genhart, I need to know, if I hadn't taken Kelsey, were you going to take Gronk Kelsey? Uh, what's the most... <laughs> I, I knew I had to take him in the second. I knew I couldn't a wait on it. A million percent, yes. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm an idiot, and I will just I, if there's two good tight ends, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I knew it. This I so I knew I had to take him in the second and then take my chances for the third. Um, and then like I, in the fifth round, I ended up with Russell Wilson, which is absolutely incredible that Russell Wilson lasted that late into the fifth or sixth round when I got him. But everybody was just so high on running backs, and I didn't want to take a quarterback. <laughs> Because I wanted to draft Pat Mahomes. <laughs> and uh, a couple rounds later, I drafted Pat Mahomes. <laughs> round 11. I waited all the way to round 11. I, I had been so antsy from like round 8. I, I should Once round 8 kicked off, I was like, is this the round? No, no, no. I can't wait one more. Cause his uh, his uh, ADP was like round 12 or 13. So like I didn't reach on him too much. I was like, okay, no, 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 I'll wait one more round. All right, I'll draft someone else, just one more round. And then when I drafted him in the 11th round, our friend Shane said, damn, Matt, if you didn't take him there, I was going to draft him, and that would have killed – I would have quit the league. (laughs) 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 So, like, my team's just all over the place. I mean, drafted second, I got Ezekiel Elliott, my number one running back. My number one running back. My running number one running back. Like, I just, I can't say enough about him. And then their Pro Bowl guard gets injured, and I don't know how much he's going to play this season. Uh, the MRI came back negative, so he oh, should be it? good to go. All right, that's what's up, Zeke. And then, like, I had to, I had, was backed into taking Kelsey in the second. And then coming on the third, just being at the second pick, there was, like, no running backs just because of the way the turn there worked all the running backs were happening on the other end of me so i had to take ty hilton and then i let me see hold on i think i took jones next no no that's when i took lamar miller my second running back is lamar miller so i'm pretty much like really screwed at running back and then i took marvin jones and i got russell wilson marquise goodwin sony michelle who's injured chris carson who's not gonna start even though he's number one on the depth chart I went for Justin Tucker in the 10th because, or no, no, in the 11th or whatever it was, just because I want a good kicker for this league. I'm tired. Maybe the <laughs> meme dies. And then my big sleeper was Calvin Ridley, who I know people probably don't expect too much from him, but I expect him to take over the Taylor Gabriel role and get a bunch of big plays. Mm-hmm. And I think he uh, – Starts taking reps from Sanu. I don't think he'll be the number one receiver, but I think he's got the talent to be the number two. And there were times last year in one league where I would start Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Mohamed Sanu, and Taylor Gabriel and would win games. Jesus. That's that offense, though. It's just that they've just thrown the ball over the place. Mm -hmm. All right, so my team, I love my team. My team, I love my team so much. Um, I took Alvin Kamara with the my first overall pick. I didn't want to. I wanted to take I don't know. Like it's it's kind of like taboo to say like, "Oh man, I wanted the guy that went one pick after I went cuz I would have just taken him." But I really was considering taking Melvin Gordon just because I don't know, man. Melvin Gordon's not going to not going to split cares with anybody. And we've talked about Alvin Kamara a couple times on this show where I'm just so afraid that whatever happens to him in the first four weeks, whatever points he put puts up, 
are just not going to get matched for the rest of the year. Um, but I was one of the scumbags that took two straight running backs. I took Devontae Freeman with the second overall pick. And then I pretty much just went wide receiver crazy. And by my count, I have six wide receivers. But they're all number one receivers. Like Alshon Jeffries, the number one receiver in Philly, who I took in, I believe, the seventh round. The round before that, I took Julian Edelman. The round before that, I took Stephon. I'm sorry, I know I took uh, Allen Robinson. The round before that, I took Stephon Diggs. A little later, I took Devontae Parker, who now doesn't have to. Now Jarvis, Jarvis Landry isn't there. I got a lot of good, good wideouts. So if you guys need wideouts. I me don't. Too. I have a lot of good wideouts, too. God <laughs> no, knows I don't need fucking wideouts. I have four wideouts, and I'm like I'm fucking set for the year. Like that's the only thing I'm confident in my team. If is, I got DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas, Doug Baldwin, and Robbie Anderson. As long as they don't get hurt, I'm fucking like I don't know. I, I, there's a chance that they're all top fifteen wideouts. In the I league. got. I think it was in the ninth round. I got Cam Newton. Oh, I also have Alan Hearns, mm-hmm. who you said was a really good pick. At least oh, I thought I, it was a great pick when I got him. Yeah. Um. I got Cam Newton, like, really late. And, Nobody wanted him. And I don't know why. It's not real life. <laughs> like, like, if it was real life, I'd be like, yeah, I'll take all those guys over Cam. But this fantasy. It's about points. It's not about winning. Like, if the Panthers win, I still get the – if the Panthers lose, I still get the points. If Cam Newton throw a temper tantrum at the, at the podium and make sexist comments – I still get the points. Oh my goodness! He did. He did do that. That's not that's true. He did. He's do that beefing with. A part of me did kind of oh, with a wall. Yeah, he's beefing with a wall. A part of me did kind of want to draft Kelvin Benjamin, just so that I can have them both on the same team, and if they both do really well, like take a picture of it and like, tweet it at Cam, <laughs> see what he does. But I ended up not doing that. Yeah, I got him instead. Yeah, you got you got Kelvin instead. Can't wait for him to get hurt in two weeks. Uh, right. <laughs> um, I just want to say the most interesting pick i think of the entire draft happened in the very last round was our friend shane taking des bryant that's either gonna be like that's gonna either gonna be the the most value yeah that's either gonna be just gonna drop him in a few weeks yeah that's either gonna be like huge if he signs with someone that really needs him and really uses him a lot the fact that he got des bryant in the last round and is pretty much just going to walk onto a field and be a number one receiver. Potentially. Either that or, like how Justin said, he's just going to drop him in, like, week three. So. I also don't – I just I, – there's another thing I was going to say. I don't have a backup quarterback. All these other guys do. I don't. Oh, you don't? I don't draft backup quarterbacks. I didn't know that. I thought you had a backup quarterback. No. I I need um, a – you need to cast a wider net. Yeah. I have a – I have a backup – I don't have a backup quarterback, and Cam Newton has a week four bye. Well, you just got to get through week four. So that's what I'm saying. So it's pretty much like I'm just going to look at my team. It's probably going to be uh, Ronald Jones that I end up cutting. I drafted Ronald Jones. My other two running backs are Ronald Jones and Doug Martin. Ronald Jones, I think, is averaging like .6 yards per carry in the preseason. He hasn't been doing very well. Your your uncle did kind of own me at that point because he drafted Peyton Barber like five rounds later, and he was like, hey, Peyton's going to be the starter. And I'm like, you're dumb. And then I woke up the next day. I'm like, damn, he was right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I might just end up dropping Ronald Jones after the first three weeks and picking up, like, 
Ryan Tannehill or someone for a week. For a week. I, I actually normally I haven't drafted two quarterbacks either, uh, but this year I did because my first pick of quarterback was good old Andrew Luck. Which, rightfully so, you're going to take another guy. Yeah, I'm going to take another guy that's the least good, which I grabbed Matt Stafford very late. That's actually a really good, like, quarterback duo. Yeah, which Matt Stafford, I mean, he, he throws picks sometimes. Never more than 10. Yep. Never more than 10, that's right. But, like, but he, he does really good every year. Yeah. And, like, it, it, it's been amazing, like, when my other fantasy league I played uh, last year, uh, I started. I had. I drafted and started Aaron Rodgers. Week six, he went down. I, Matt Stafford was just sitting on the waivers, and I grabbed him. And then I just like was start started to roll people. Yeah, because <laughs> Matt Stafford was no surprise putting up great points, but yeah, people sleep why, on him all the time. That's why I'd never gonna draft a second quarterback, just because people just sit on the waiver wires that are perfectly fine. Because there's 32 starting quarterbacks, and 11 of them are on teams. Fair enough. I'd rather cast a wider net trying to get my skill position players. That's yeah. true, but I mean, so I, I usually can't, do too. I can't, I can't drop Russell Wilson, and no. my team name is named after Mahomes, and if I drop him, I lose my status. I think Tobin outstatuses you this year with Andy, two first-round Andy keeps. Reed will write a very strongly worded letter to you with lots of, like, cough spit on it <laughs> and a surprising amount of emojis yeah right i could like, see andy being an emoji fiend i really could too but like not in the sense that like he uses not appropriate ones like he uses the sunglasses one when he's like telling you something real sad <laughs> like you know what i mean let me like, tell you all a story <laughs> i also uh drafted five players with a week seven bye rip you who do you play week seven uh, let me up. look. Let me let me pull it up oh, real quick. I'm at my. Give me a little luck. It'll be whoever has it is going to win. My first, Antonio Brown, Devontae Adams share the week seven bye. You are screwed. Uh, so let's see, week seven. Let's see, pull it up here. There's a couple people that have their first. There's actually four people in our league that drafted two. Obviously, because I mean we're just talking about our friend Tobin drafted two people from the same team. Um. There are four people in our league that their first two picks share a bye week. Oh, Corey, I play you week eight. I seven. knew it. <laughs> nice. Right now, with with going to be my only my, normal, my, my projected points will be sixty that week. Your projected points are sixty that week. Um. So yeah, I have. I mean, I don't. I doubt I start him most of the year, but uh, Jamal, Jamal Williams sitting, Antonio Brown, Devontae Adams, Jimmy Graham, and Tyler Lockett. All on by that week. That's pretty bad. That's uh. I have Doug Baldwin on by. That's it. That's all right though, because it's before week eight. Right. I have to start Kelvin Benjamin if he's not injured and Pierre Garcon that week. I have no other choice. Oh man, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's like. I'm not gonna win that week. But then the rest of the year I have like my top five picks. Don't worry, much. I'm only projected like, at my ninety top five points picks. that week without. You're <laughs> You're projected at 90? Oh. At least you're going to win by 30. I mean, who do the Saints right. Who do the right. Saints Well, who's the who do the Saints play that week? Uh Who do the Saints play week 7? Baltimore. Yeah, see. It'd be fine. <laughs> Drew Brees and, and Michael Thomas are going to combine for like 80. Indianapolis plays Buffalo. Uh 
He has some good Andrew Luck points. If he's alive. If That's he's one right. of the better secondaries in the league. Sneaky, sneaky secondary. Micah Hyde and uh, Poyer. Poyer. Or I could start Stafford just playing Miami. That's probably your better. That's probably the better That's bet. That's probably the better bet. I got Chargers against Tennessee. Who Tennessee doesn't put up points, so that's good. Yeah. All right. So that, was, that was a fun little episode. Also, I, I draft. Brag about my team? I draft. You, sure, do you want Gunhart? to? Gunhart? You get Zach Goodhart from, from the league L dick butt press pool. Go ahead. Also, hey, hey. The other thing you guys do. Do it. You gotta plug your other thing. We're gonna get to that at the end. Let me finish the fantasy thing. Here, this is this is Zach Genhart from our other podcast. Go ahead. Hey, how's it going? It's it's you guys, Zach Genhart here, coming coming at you live from the Cutler basement. Uh, We got a we got a we got a no audio. There we go. I'm so proud of my first three picks. They good. My team done at that point. I don't even know what to do for the rest of the draft. I basically did nothing. Because I got Bell. Done it running back. Don't even need a second one. Fuck it. Uh, and then I got a, t- uh, a tight end instead of a wide receiver. Fuck it. I don't need those. I got Gronk. Hopefully that works out. Whatever. Fuck it. I'm very happy with that. Those are like two of my favorite players in the NFL. And then I got Aaron Rodgers. Team over. Team done. I didn't even care. I got Josh Gordon. I got Amari Cooper. I didn't even care. Fuck it. Those are probably going to actually end up being good. I hope so. Maybe not Amari Cooper. But, like, for where I got him, it was fine. Jordy Nelson going to end up being number one receiver in Oakland. <sighs> Josh Gordon's a good pick, though. He need Aaron Rodgers to be a number one receiver. That is not true. He need he, – at his age, he need Aaron Rodgers. To you, well, did, maybe did it is you age. say you were going to pick Josh Gordon yeah. had he not done it? Yeah, had you not taken Gordon, I was going to take – The news hit that day that he was like, okay, I'll play yeah, <laughs> I know. I was okay. so happy. I also dropped, uh, I think, Richard Matthews as soon as the news hit that Adrian Peterson was going to the Redskins. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. <laughs> Why not? I did, he might the, be the starter. He messaged me when that happened, and I was like, pick him up right now or I'm kicking you out of the league. And he, Damn. Went, he went, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> Damn. I'm do it anyway. I did it in two leagues. I'll probably do it in the other one. Wait, no, I can't. I'd have to draft him. That ain't happening. <laughs> Don't draft him and then just draft someone at the end and pick him up at the end. Just draft him at the end. I could. My last pick was handcuffing Le'Veon Bell, James Conner. Yeah. Which makes sense. It was literally the last, last pick. Yeah, you bookended your draft with two Steeler running backs. Nice, nice, nice. Well, one. And then James Conner. Aww. <laughs> I'm sorry, James. You're probably a nice fellow. He had cancer, man. Did he? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm going to go to hell. Why? <laughs> I feel bad. He had, I think he had, like, lymphoma. And then he, like, beat it and then played football. All right, lads, that was a really fun segment about fantasy. <laughs> oh, man, that ended on a sad can we, note. Can we uh, talk about how I drafted myself for a second? He did draft himself. Oh, uh, you did draft yourself. I got myself in the seventh round, 84th pick. You right after well. I get... Right after I got carry on Johnson, which is the only burning back I'm proud of drafting. Most pl- most NFL players say it's bad juju to to draft yourself in fantasy. Do you, do you think you're gonna curse yourself? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna do shit either way. So <laughs> damn. Fair enough. When, it's not the Super Bowl, so what the yeah. fuck do I care? I I tried when when Corey originally did it. I tried to swap his first round pick of DeAndre Hopkins with the Corey Clement sticker. To make it look as if Corey drafted him first overall and DeAndre fell all the way to the eighth <laughs> in our league. 
But I put DeAndre on there already, and like the sticker started to rip, so I just left it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. Well, that was really fun. Yeah, nope. was a nice place. Yeah, you guys know a lot about our fantasy league. We're going to keep you updated on it, obviously. Oh, as... yeah, because we can't shut up about it. Yeah, as, so as, the season, as the season goes on, we keep doing this. You're, you got, y'all are going to hear about it a lot. A lot. Yep. It's, it's... We're going to... We're going to have some fun planning two episodes a week to update you on the Fantasy League and the uh, regular league. Nice. I'm NFL League. I'm about it. Uh, so if people want to continue to listen about Fantasy Leagues or they're listening now, Justin, where are they listening at and how? All right. All right. First of all, Justin planned more time dedicated to this ending than he probably did to the episode this week. I just want to point that no, out. No, all this is gonna be all this is ad libbed every single time. Okay. All right. So I know there's a Philip out there. You, Rivers, Goosem. He's gonna get yeah, about to goose himself because I know you're driving, right? <laughs> He's listening to us while driving. A lot of people listen to podcasts while driving. I all do right. it. I, I do it too, right? All right. Mm-hmm. So normally, staying human beings will tell you to pull over, but I know Phil. I'm gonna tell you to pull over right now, but you're not listening because you like to live life on the edge. <laughs> you're driving 70 miles per hour on the freeway. You try to pull out your phone. You try to see where you listen to us at. Oh, you look at. Oh, you're listening to us on on the uh, on the Apple Podcast app or the Google Podcast app. Good for you, Philip. Now look at the goddamn road. <laughs> Damn, Philip. I know you love us, but you don't need to kill yourself. For All right. Us. Now look back down at your phone for me. <laughs> Or you could do it. <laughs> hit your hit your home button. Go back into Twitter. Oh, I swear right away there's a semi right there. Okay, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Open up your Twitter app. Type in that search bar. Type type in F-A-D-P-O-D. Did you say F-A-D-P-O-D? Yeah, F-A-D-P-O-D. Eyes on the road, Philip! Alright, now that you got yourself situated, hit the home button again and go into the Facebook app. Type the exact same thing. It's F-A-D-P-O-D into the search bar. You got you can't do it without looking. Don't think you're that skilled. Go ahead and look down at your phone real quick. Make make sure there's no, you know, stay high patrol boys around trying to pull you over and charge you for being a dumbass. <laughs> oh my goodness. After you're done with that, you go. Go into your podcast app again. Make sure you, you've liked and subscribed and rated us. Then, after that, I want you to, by the time this episode airs, I want you to go into your search bar and search for my new podcast, Get a Jump Show, hey. which will be, we're recording this on a Tuesday. It'll be premiering the next day, that Wednesday. So it'll already be up by the time this podcast goes live, because we upload this one late. Hey. And it stars me and that person you just heard a little bit ago, our guest, uh, Genhart. We talk about all kinds of random shit. It's Alex really Jones fun. Alex Jones and Halloween movies. Yeah, that's Everything's we, covered. That's what we talked about the first episode. It's, uh, yep, Alex Jones, Halloween movies, Super Smash Brothers, John Lennon. So a lot of different <laughs> things. We go, we, we, we ping pong way many, many different directions. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you can catch that. We'll be posting every Wednesday. Probably in like the, probably at the, at, at the morning time when I wake up, I'll just post it. Hmm. I'm gonna try to get that one on YouTube too, like all of our shows. And we then uh, you notice we skipped team reports this week um, because we wouldn't have had enough time. We already went over time. We oh, did, we, we did, yeah. Time. We uh, didn't even like fall off the rails like we usually do. We were like in it because of fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, extra so, uh, thick episode. Yeah, it's extra thick. So uh, next week, by rails. I think uh, <laughs> Kuiper. Do you want to do the Indianapolis Colts? 
next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, I'll do the uh I'll tell you what, I'll do the Colts. Okay. And um Corey, well, Corey usually does it with me. So Corey, you could do the um I, I I'll do the Dolphins. Oh yeah, do the Dolphins. Okay. All right, we, good. Need, so, we, need to, we need to cover the Colts and the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, so next week we'll cover the Colts and the Dolphins. As long as Matt doesn't ruin it again. And uh, with that, you'll listen to us again next week. I'll, I'll, I'll be talking right into your ear holes next I'll week. be listening. I'm sure Matt will be listening. Matt Matt does very digital, diligently listen to this podcast. I probably should too, but I already <laughs> edited it, so I'm like, but by the time I don't want to hear it a third time, I'm like, I don't want to fucking hear my goddamn voice again. I just <laughs> not do it. Anyway, uh, goodbye.